and welcome to Throw It In Rotation. Bit of a quiet time in the NFL right now, but not here in this podcast. We're bringing you AFC win total predictions. Going to give you each AFC team's win total from the bookmakers. Give you a bit of analysis on every team and decide if we're predicting over or under that amount of wins. Joining me as ever, we've got Reese, we've got Ash. How are you doing, boys? And I want you to tell me which over-under prediction you're most confident in without telling us which way you're going. Yeah, so I've gone for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, uh, yeah, well, obviously we'll find out why, but uh, pretty confident mm. in that selection there. And it's a beautiful day, and I'm feeling great, ready to get this podcast done. Beautiful stuff. Reese. tell me you're feeling the same. Yeah, I'm feeling great as well, boys. Um, for my easiest win total prediction, I've gone for the New England Patriots. And as I said, we'll find out in a bit the reasoning behind it. All right, beautiful stuff. Let's get cracking. Let's start with the AFC North. Begin with the Baltimore Ravens, who have had some sort of off-season. Obviously got the Lamar Jackson deal tied up. New offensive coordinator in te- uh, Todd Monken. And uh, some wide receiver help finally in the draft. Their win total is 8.5. Kind of surprising to me how low that is. How do we see the Ravens' season going, Ash? Surely a better one this time around. Yeah, the, the, the main thing for me is, is if uh, Lamar Jackson can stay healthy. He started just 12 games last season, only 12 the previous year, and they're not made the playoffs in either of those seasons. So, yeah, that's the main thing. Obviously, there was a lot of uh, speculation surrounding Lamar Jackson's future. That's now ended, so that can only be a positive for the Ravens in general. Um, And as you also said, they have added a few weapons, uh, say Flowers, uh, OBJ and Free Agency. I think that could really help open up that offense. Give the likes of Mark Andrews a bit more more time. Let's let's, uh, focus on him. Um, and yeah, there's great potential, and as you said, a low win total. If if the only thing is, if Lamar Jackson stays healthy, I think I think they could smash it. Absolutely, Reese. What you're saying, over or under? I'm gonna go over there. I think I agree with both you boys that they've made improvements. The Lamar situation's all cleared up, and it does seem like a very low win total from the bookies there. As I said, Todd Monken's come in as their new offensive coordinator. They've obviously been very run-centric over the past, uh, well, ever since Lamar has been there, and it's really worked for them apart from the last year or two when it's fallen off. But they should have a a much more balanced offense this year. I think Lamar Jackson is really underrated as a passer. He's improved every year as a passer. He's hit some really high heights in the past game as well. I'm expecting... I think I'd be going over the for the win title if it was uh, if it was ten and a half even. I really like the Ravens. Obviously, the AFC is stacked. We'll probably keep saying that over and over today. Um, but for me, they're they're one of the uh, the teams I can rely upon the most. Obviously, you've got to see how it works with the new offensive coordinator and big question marks over OBJ. And you're relying on a rookie wide receiver to step up as well. But you trust the coach and you trust Harbaugh. You trust the way that the franchise is set up. I trust Lamar. I trust him to stay on the on the field now as well, to be honest. So I think it's going to be a, a bounce back here for the Ravens. It's going to be a successful one. I'm going over. And Ash, I don't know if you actually said whether you're going over or not, but um, do you want to confirm? Yeah, I, I think um, I think it will be over. 
Um, as as long as Lamar stays healthy, which I think he will, and you know you've got uh, J.K. Dobbins now, who's sort of a year back from his injury. Um, I think yeah, big turnaround from the Ravens, and that is quite as you said, quite a low low um, over under, and I think they'll they'll easily get it. That's three overs for us. Move on to the Cincinnati Bengals, who have run the AFC North the last couple of years. 11.5 is their win total. Just to mention, I think I got these from Skybet, just in case anyone's wondering. Obviously, uh, the different prices for the over and under, different amount of juices. But the Bengals, 11.5, that's the joint highest win title of anybody in the league. They've just lost both their starting safeties, but are we expecting another year of success for Joe Burrow and co? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I think... Sorry, you go. We should have, I should have asked someone. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we'll see another good year from them. I don't think we'll see them reach the heights they have previously in the last couple of years, but I think we will see a decent enough year out of them. But I, I, I think I'm, I'm more tempted to go... For for the under 11.5 for the Bengals this season someone in the AFC is like is going to be letting us down like not everyone's going to be getting to these high notes it'll be interesting to see Ash what about you yeah it's, it's tough obviously with, with Joe Burrow there as the starter I think you're always going to be back in the Bengals you know <clears throat> uh, you look at sort of how they've done they've got to the Super Bowl run 12 and 4 last year um, you know there's, there's talent throughout that roster um, I know, as you said, they they lost those safeties, but I think uh, a nice second round pick at, at corner with uh, DJ Turner coming in. Um, but as you also say, if anyone is to falter from the last few years, for me, it would probably be the Bengals, just because it's so hard to be that consistent and can always put those numbers up. And what you you see that what the Chiefs do, have done that, and and that's really about it over the last few years. Um, I will say, I think the overall could be um yeah the bills the o-line could potentially be an issue i think there was a slight improvement last year from that, that prior because i mean it was pretty dreadful yeah. even when they got to that super bowl um they started off last year really dodgy but i think they improved yeah. as they sort of built chemistry there was, there was some questions on joy burrow's fitness at the start of the season as well wasn't there he went he went 100 yeah uh, at the start of the year yeah, yeah i think so i uh, yeah um but I think I think they still do well. I think you know they only have one player with a seventy plus PFF grade on the O line last year, which obviously is a cause for concern. But they've added in Orlando Brown, a tackle from Kansas City, and he's had a seventy plus PFF grade in his four out of the last five seasons. So I think that will be a big help for him. Um, but for me, I think if anyone was to not you know sort of go down, it probably would be the Bengals. Are you going under then? I need a firm answers for each of these. Over or under? You know, I'm going to go under the 11. You're not half. sure? I'm, gonna, I'm okay, not sure. Okay, Reese, are you under as well? Under, yeah. yeah, I'm under. we got two unders so far. Uh, I'm going over me. I think outside of the Chiefs, this is a team, maybe in the whole of the um, NFL, but definitely the AFC that I trust the most. They really don't have many holes across their roster. I'm expecting that O-line, uh, obviously with the addition of Orlando Brown, that should help a lot. He's just won the Super Bowl. Um, but also just the, the they obviously spent so many resources on it last year and just the continuity factor and they should coaching up and, and getting used to each other and more time together. I expect the offensive line to be even better. I'm expecting Joey Burrow has got an elite mindset to keep getting better every year sort of thing. So I kind of, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if the Bengals 
are even better this year. I could definitely see him cruising to 12, 13 wins. So I'm going the over. The, the, yeah, the thing is, like, I actually agree with all of that, but that's also the reason why I'm I'm not. It's like it's all with the expectation that you think right the Bengals are gonna get better for all those reasons you just said. But it'd just be like typical in the NFL that the Bengals just flopped, you know what I mean? I think you look you look at the Bills last season and everyone was saying we were Von Miller away from winning it and we got Von Miller and we were no better last season. So as you say, yeah, that... all that expectation and that the the look at it and the media comments can have that effect as well. Like I just feel like I don't think they've ever been like a team with much expectations. So, you know, how will the organization and in, in itself yeah. handle it? Like there is that expectation now that they should be, you know, if anything, winning the division. You know, I mean, yeah, I think yeah, overall yeah. it's an incredibly strong division though. So I'm I'm interested to see how this one plays out. It's true, it is a very strong division and a very strong conference. I just think Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, that's like, no matter what, that's just going to be successful, isn't it? Move on to the Cleveland Browns, though. Bit more of a controversial team. Their win total is nine and a half. They've got Deshaun Watson in, obviously all that malarkey. Don't need to get into it too much right now, but he looked so bad last year. How do you kind of see the Browns as a franchise right now? What state are they in, Reese? I think, as you say, Deshaun came back, obviously had a long layoff, but he he didn't look impressive. He looked looked awful. Looked like they overpaid a lot for him with what we've seen from him last year, but they knew he was a bit rusty when he came in and became the starter. Hadn't played in two years, obviously. Yeah, but I I just don't see it. Obviously, he's going to have a full pre-season under his belt and stuff but I just don't see it getting much better for the Cleveland Browns and I think it's going to take a while for them to recover as a franchise and build a new identity so I think I'm going to I'm gonna go under again here under 9.5 for the Cleveland Browns Ash? Yeah I'm going to agree I think uh, there's too many question marks surrounding them uh, and Deshaun um, just nowhere near the same player I think all of that all of the sort of uh, media focus on him has perhaps got got into him a little bit, and you know it's clearly going to impact him. And and all that time out playing at the top level, it's it's very very hard to re- recover from there. As we just said, how strong this division is, I think. As I say, yeah, too many question marks around the Browns, and I'm taking the under. If you look at their roster, it's actually a, a really talented roster they're missing depth in quite a few places but there's not too many holes at all especially now they've just signed Darius Smith to help with Miles Garrett and that pass rush that had that had nothing outside of Garrett the last couple of years really um but they've got the run game they've got the offensive line that could be the best in the yeah. league by the end of the year they've got Nick Chubb probably the best pure runner in the NFL Deshaun Watson uh, they're obviously going to be trying to be more balanced now sort of thing. They've got Amari Cooper, I trust, and a couple of other all right wide receivers. Uh, if Deshaun Watson turns it on and he ter- plays anything like how he played with the Texans, then the Browns are right in the mix to win this AFC North. And they're to, for me, to have a deep playoff run as well. Uh, nine and a half does feel like a bit of a big win total. Like PFF have got it at eight and a half. And I think if it was eight and a half, I would have gone over. But I've already gone over for the Ravens and the Bengals, and I think I'm going to go over for the Steelers. So I can't have like the Ravens winning nine, the Bengals winning twelve, the 
Browns winning 10 and the Steelers winning 9 all in the same division. It's a pretty strong division if that was the case. Yeah, it'd be quite ridiculous. I don't even know if it's possible, possible obviously, we're playing each other yeah. twice. Yeah. Um, just about possible, I'd say. Anyway, I'm going to go slightly just under for the Browns, even though I think they'll have a solid year. Um, just like all the things you just said, Ash, maybe the it's more about building a new identity, setting a culture, moving on from the weirdness and... Maybe they won't be able to put it all together just quite yet, but it's a very talented, very talented team. Move it on. Let's finish the AFC North off with the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Led... Mm. Yes. There it is. Kenny Pickett led Steelers. Mike Tomlin squeaked another plus 500 uh, season last year, 9-8, and eight, I think it was. Ash, what do the Steelers need to do to build on that this year? Yeah, I, I think, obviously, I said the Steelers were one that I was pretty certain on, and I think, again, they will. Um, I think they'll get over the win total. What is it? Eight and a half. Yeah, I can see them get getting nine oh, yeah, wins. Oh, um, You know, literally for the Mike Tomlin factor, you know, eight out of last nine yeah. seasons with nine-plus wins. You know, they even did so and got nine wins last year when TJ Watt only started ten games. Um, so... For me, I think that you know they're just such a well-oiled machine, especially with Mike Tomlin, um, that they're, they're going to be able to to do so. Um, you look at Kenny Pickett, as you just also mentioned. I think you know he's had a, his rookie year now. He he's going to settle in, um, and then hopefully he can for the Steelers. He can improve. Obviously, the offense averaged eighteen point one percent points uh, in twenty twenty two, which was the seventh least in the NFL. So the offense really was not great. Um, but if you look on PF, uh, Kenny Pickett uh, in general. Um, he didn't have really a bad year for for his rookie year. That's uh, according to PFF at least. Grades of seventy three in the pass, seventy seven point five in the rush. Um, so yeah, I, I think as long as he showed he's got the right, he's got the minerals and stuff as well. Like he was squaring up to seven foot yeah. D linemen and stuff like that. I re- I think the Steelers fans fell in love with Kenny Pickett, and you can kind of see why. Well, he, he's a Pittsburgh boy, isn't he? Um, and as you just said, I think he's got some grit. Some of the rushes that he he's shown as well, he can. <laughs> good players there um i think he, as long as he sort of links up uh with, with his receivers a bit more this year you know there's a big down year for deontay johnson uh had less than a thousand receiving yards zero td so if he can improve with, with uh, george pickens um yeah i can see it and i'm pretty certain the steelers will, will smash it again this year yeah they picked up uh Alan Robinson, who had an awful, awful year with the Rams last year, but they paid basically nothing for him. And if he can like refine himself, and I think it's definitely well within the realms of possibility that he can, then he'll be an absolutely insane WR three, and and that offense could be humming. And like you say, I think you do. Is that true, Reese? You just kind of, even if it's not necessarily the most talented roster in this division or the conference, you kind of trust Tomlin to get him. Get yeah. him to nine wins, don't you? 100%. You, you look at what he's done. I, I think as a head coach, he's never been below 500. Um, they had a shaky start last season, starting Trubisky in the first few weeks. Do you think so Tomlin regrets that? Or do you uh, think it, it gave Pickett a bit of time? sort of thing? I think it gave Pickett the time. It, it gave him time to watch Trubisky, see what it takes a bit more from the side. See how not to play quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose, but it, it was a good season in terms of a rookie season for a quarterback, in my opinion, and oh, definitely yeah. the best of all the rookie quarterbacks 
the rookie class last year. Um, but as you say, Tomlin, that man don't have losing seasons, so I'm definitely going over there. I feel like I'd, my instinct has just been to go over for every team. Is that just going to be the whole episode? <laughs> I'm just going to be going over. Um, Bengals, we don't know. We've gone under right, on Browns, right. haven't we? Yeah, went under on Browns. Um, I'm going to say over as well. I just I just can't find a way not to. They, they need rookies to step up in the secondary. Uh, Bro- Broderick Jones will be a big X factor as well. But, um, yeah, I just I trust them. It's a, it's a good franchise with good coaching staff, and they've, they've got some good players now. So, yeah. I think the only All way three of us... it doesn't happen is if TJ Watt is literally plays like three or four games. As I said, yeah, even when yeah. he played just 10, they still got nine wins. And he's obviously probably one of the best players in the NFL. And uh, he's such a key key piece to that defense. So uh, as long as he, he stays and plays regularly, they'll be fine. They've got good pieces in the secondary as well that can help make Minka. Happen, as you say, the, 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 the defensively, I think they'll, be, it'll, they'll struggle to not win nine games with that defence I think yeah as, as long as the offensive line is sorted out and they've got Isaac Soyamalu just went to the Super Bowl with the Eagles and obviously Broderick Jones as I just said that should be alright but anyway I want to hear some negativity as we move on to the AFC East maybe although that's probably one of the best divisions in football as well we'll start with the Buffalo Bills 10.5 is their win total Ashley you're making noises like you think they stink is that true I just think their time, their time's done. Uh, they they had such a good good opportunity. To, Window closed. Yeah, uh, you know the Patriots without Tom Brady. Two is better than Josh Allen. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> New York Jets. Uh, they've been stinky for so long, and now they're finally looking like a, a decent team. And as we know, what the Dolphins can do uh, with Tua, if as long as he he can stay healthy as well. Be it, but you look at um, as the adult, the Bills, and uh, yeah, I just think that the window has closed. Um, yeah, it's a proven division all round. Um, so for me, I, I think I think they're going to struggle. Reese, has your Super Bowl window closed? I I could see why you would think that it might have closed. Um, obviously, the div- division has got better. We've got two very decent looking teams to surpass to win the division now but I think I think it's just going to make it all the sweeter when we know the way and we've got more competition <laughs> on the way nice oh, do you oh yeah yeah that's all you've been yeah. wanting the last two years he just wants more and more competition yeah, we're too good it's all the more impressive if we have a great division to be on the way oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely and look, you've said before that it might even like Steel sharpens steel, or whatever the saying yeah. is, that it, it prepare you better for the playoffs sort of thing, being so competitive in your division. I think it's ridiculous to say your Super Bowl window is closed. As long as Josh Allen there, it, it will be open, especially with Stefan Diggs there as well. I really like Dalton Kincaid. I think he should have gone before 25 or wherever it is that he ended up going to the Bills. Defence, don't see how it's not a bit better this year. You've I got... think defensively we we lost a big piece in Tremaine Admins and that's the only thing that really yeah. worries me. But we've got a defensive minded head coach and you highly rate some of the rookies that we we brought in last year. So I think I think we'll be sorted there and 
as long as we sort that O-line out and we're better in the trenches, which we look to have made the most to improve, I think I can't see us can't see us getting any less than 12 wins, to be honest. Because your O-line doesn't have to be amazing sort of thing. Josh Allen has got the pocket presence and the mobility and everything else that you need to, to be able to put up with a with a below average even offensive line. So if it you does can... need to be a bit better than it has been the last couple Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. He's been... Last year, you could tell he had way too much to just on his shoulders sort of thing. So it can be interesting if you can spread it about a bit more. I, I don't necessarily... Obviously, the the Bills are obviously so talented, and, and with Josh Allen there, any anything can happen. I think they probably are still the strongest team in the AFC East, but it's more so the fact that they've failed to capitalize on on the right moment, and now it's, it's getting worse, and you know it's going to be even harder. I, again, I think you have a Super Bowl window, and then you have like a Super Bowl window, and I think they've missed their Super Bowl I think, window. Yeah, I yeah. think you have to remember with the Bills though. Up until three or four years ago, we hadn't made the playoffs in about 15 to 20 years, I think it is. So we're like we're we're coming into a window now where we're we're becoming we've become more popular. We're becoming bigger, and I think, as you say, for as long as we got Josh Allen, we've got a chance. But I think how we have done compared to where we were. Few years ago, everyone's got to be happy with how much we've improved. Apart from as, how we bottle it in the playoffs, that's how the NFL goes. though, sort of thing, you could easily be right back to the the doldrums in a couple of years, but not really when you've got like Josh Allen and you've got Sean McDermott and a coaching staff that's working. But we'll see how that season goes. Obviously, it's probably the most uh, tough division in football. Let me get your over and unders. Ten and a half over and under, Reese. I'm going over. As I said, I can't see any less than 12 wins. You under, Reese? Uh, Ash? Yeah, I'm over because I think it's actually quite low at 10.5. Even though of what I just mm. said, and I think there's question marks with... Uh, yeah, I think it's quite a... Not a very dynamic uh, like offence in general. I think it's... Uh, you know, there's not many options outside Stefan Diggs. Um, I, I feel... They've moved to improve the run game, though. Yeah, I mean, I just it's still it's still quite low. I think over if it was like eleven and a half, I'd maybe say below because it's ten and a half. I'll say over. Okay, interested. Uh, yeah, this is a tough one. It feels weird to say they're going to lose seven games, really. But I'm going to go with under, just under. I think they're going to get ten and seven. <laughs> tough division, tough conference, <laughs> tough schedule. Reese is not happy with that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Fucking confused. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Right, Miami Dolphins. So are there. controversial. Oh yeah. So controversial. <laughs> so controversial. So controversial. Dolphins is the next team. Their uh, win total over under is nine point five. What's the biggest question mark for them, Reese? I think it's got to be keeping tour fit and I think with that comes an improved O line. They only had a pass blocking grade in twenty twenty two and I think that's that's probably goes a long way to explaining why Tour was injured so much. He didn't really have anyone protected him from the big rushes getting to him and obviously he's been doing things to learn how to take hits and stuff but I think if they 
if if that O line doesn't show improvement and they don't protect Tua better, I, I can't see big things coming from the Dolphins to be honest. Yeah, I mean, Tua was literally debating whether he would retire or not. I don't think that he would have put like too much thought into it. He was always going to come back. But if he has like a couple more bad concussions, he he should be out of the league. Like, he should be retiring. You shouldn't even have any say in it, if you ask me. If well, you should always trouble. have a say of like what what you do. like. Who's going to no, have the I final mean, say I mean, then? I mean, if he if he get takes another couple, he just magically should not be allowed to his, play. His family needs to look after him. Yeah, there, yeah, 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 some sort there of. There has thing. to be a medical decision at some point. This offense was insane last year, though. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are they the best wide receiver duo in the league? I think probably so. They're so explosive. Both had over fourteen hundred yards and eighty PFF grades Recently last year. What, 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 what you, you think? There? What Diggs, Diggs and Gabe Davis? Yeah, shut no, up. Jamal, Jamal Chase and T. Higgins. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> well, what about uh, D-Hop and uh, Marquise Brown, actually? Forget about that, that. That's another great one there from me, I think. <laughs> oh, I'm a bit late to the party again. <laughs> hey, come on, okay. I need a producer. Uh, Dolphins. Uh, but yeah, but to a... Uh, go on. Yeah. Um, I think they're not going to be helped by the fact that I've not really had much, like draft talent over the last year or so you know they, they use a lot of mm. that on tour they've not they lost another first round pick wasn't it because of the whole incident with tour and the concussion so i think you know what you see with nah because uh they it lost it for oh yeah either way they lost a they lost the pick. wasn't it for meeting with tom brady and in, no, in a yacht i can't remember which why it was but i know I they thought lost it was the pick. For, i thought it was for the head coach and the yeah, 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 that as well. Yeah, Brian Flores, I. Yeah. Either way, um, they lost it, and I think that's going to be detrimental. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think uh, Cam Smith has a nice addition at corner. Uh, I think that they had quite a weak secondary. You know, Xavier Howe wasn't sort of the same. Uh, only Jevon Holland was was decent last year. Uh, but in, yeah, I think sort of adding Cam Cam Smith uh, in in that corner will help. Um, but maybe maybe they've gone too early, like you know, sort of the Rams have sort of they, when they gave up a picks mm. um, and they actually gone on and done it. That's sort of what they've done, you know. You look at like the Bradley Chubb deal, etc. Um, maybe they've gone too early and, and not been able to capitalize on it. I don't, I just don't know if there's enough been enough additions to take them a, a step foot forward next year. That first was lost for tampering, for two cases of tampering Tom Brady when he was a Patriots and when he was a Bucks. Like, meeting him illegally, that's why they lost it. But, yeah, I see what you're saying. I just think that they've added a lot of speed this year as well. Their defence, on paper, looks like it should be one of the best in the league sort of thing. And there's no reason that they're... Their offence won't be explosive. Maybe if Terran Armstead isn't fit again and they... Yeah. It, the offensive line does break down, but I, I, I think the, I think they've got Super Bowl potential if, if two can pull it together. Didn't they draft the fastest wide receiver in the class as well to add to Waddle? Yeah, 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 yeah. They've got insane amount of speed, um, and Mike McDaniel really like him as well. He's creative. He's gonna Big do even more body. things in his second year in that system. Nine and a half. I'm going over. What about you two? Hmm. I'm going just over. Just over. I'm saying Tyrone's. 
It's tough. It's tough for the Dolphins. I, I, I'm struggling. Two is better than Josh Allen. You know, I did say that. <laughs> mm. You literally well, said that. That doesn't. That doesn't mean anything. He's also not better than Josh Allen. Yeah, I, I was just trying to get Reese wound up. Mm-hmm. Um, Dolph- I'm gonna go a little bit. I'm gonna go. They're gonna get nine wins, so they'll get a lot under. Okay, two overs and an under. The Patriots' win total is. Seven and a half. They won eight last year, but seven of those wins came against backup quarterbacks. They've had a good defense, or they've played well on defense the last two years. They've kind of played above uh, the talent that they've had, but they've added more talent. They should be better on defense now. Obviously, should have hopefully sorted out the coaching situation as well. That was a mess last year. Brought Bill O'Brien in. Matt Jones should be better for that. Um, my question to you is, what is more likely? Mac Jones reaches a Pro Bowl this year or he's ended up benched for Bailey Zappi at some point? Benched. Well, I've I've gone for... I, I said this was my easiest one to predict. And the biggest reason it was the easiest one to predict is because the quarterback play that they've had for the past couple of years has been so inconsistent since they lost Brady. They've struggled to be consistent at the quarterback position Mac Jones was a, a pro bowler as a rookie, I think. Yeah, yeah, he was, but I, I still wasn't too impressed by him, and I don't think Belichick ever, ever no. has been either. So I, I just think, I think they're still going to struggle to keep it consistent, and I think Mac Jones will be benched for Zappy, and that's why I'm Ooh. going, on, I'm going under. I'm going on the 7.5 here. I think they're going to have a stinky, stinky season. Uh, yeah, I, I, for me, I can't see. I think the Patriots are the worst team in the division. Um, Mac Jones, yeah, he did have a decent rookie year, but he wasn't. A sh- he didn't really make many steps last season. Passer rating went down. I think the pressure with Bailey Zappi there isn't is getting to him a little bit, and as I think Reese alluded to as well, I have heard things about Bill Belichick isn't really the Mac Jones' biggest fan either. So yeah, I, I can I can definitely see Zappi ended up coming in. Um, yeah, I, I really can't see the Patriots doing that well this year. I think they'll... I think they'll... I think, as I said, I think they're the worst team in the division. There was was talk of the Raiders coming in for um, Jones before they got Garoppolo, and there was a lot of talk at the time about the Patriots wanting to move him on and Belichick seeing a bit more in Zappi than he does in Mike Jones. So I think... I think Mike Jones has got to come out like a house on fire, or I I don't think he's going to get much time. Uh, yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. What you're saying is right. Belichick's not a big fan of Mac Jones, and Mac Jones last year went to look for a like quarterback and advice and help from outside of the Patriots facility, which really is likely to piss Bill Belichick off quite a lot. But he's been coming under fire from Robert Kraft, the owner, saying Mac Jones is a guy, sort of thing. And we've kind of we've seen Bill Belichick being questioned a lot this off season and whether he's not got that long of a future left in New England New England Patriots. And obviously his team was a disaster last year, but I'm I'm I can only see a big comeback here coming from Bill Belichick. I like Mac Jones as a quarterback. I I kinda trust him. I think if everything's if you set him up right, if you get him in a decent system, he's gonna be a very professional quality starter for you. I think the thing is with the Patriots is they were spoiled for so long when they had Brady. It made it very difficult for anyone that comes in to fill the void left by a guy like Brady who won, was it six or seven Lombardies while he was there? It's six with been, them. 
you're always going to be under the spotlight. It's always going to be difficult when you're trying to fill a guy like that shows. And I think, yeah, I think that's a lot to do with it. It's how spoiled New England have been, and they 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 think that they're not willing to accept that they're not the best anymore because they've been that spoiled and they just think that they're entitled to being the best because they were for so long. They're dickheads. <laughs> yeah, I can tell that you're a Bills fan, can't you? Yeah, it's definitely a bit of an element of truth there because, like, did you... Like, the reaction as they were to, like, Matt Jones at one point last season, they were, like, proper cheering for, like, Zappi to come in. It's like, they just so yeah. desperately want Zappi to be, like, the next Tom Brady because they drafted him late round and already, like, sacking off Matt Jones. Like, they're, the Patriots fans seem to be feeding into that narrative and, and, yeah, as I said, really wanting Zappi to do well and basically just emulate Tom Brady. I think they're all just feeding into it, but nah. Fuck the Patriots. They're, they're going to stink. Um, Boston sports fans are probably the worst. The Red Sox fans uh, cannot Fox. stand them. Yeah, yeah, like, genuinely toxic. I, I don't want to get in baseball chat right now, and I don't want to offend any Boston people, so we'll move it on, go to the final team in the AFC East, New York Jets, nine and a half. Ash, oh. you spoke about the Jets last year, you really liked them as a team, what are you going, you going over? Yeah, mate, I'm going over, I think they're the biggest threat for the Bills, I think they'll probably come second in division, I think A-Rod is certainly gonna gonna smash it, I think he's gonna come back, they had the top five defence, uh, last year obviously now with him they obviously had seven wins with that dodgy quarter player and as we've already said in our Rogers episode just how bad the Jets quarterback situation has been over the last few years they finally got in someone like him and yeah for me there's there's no doubt they're going to be and they're going to improve and they're going to get those 10 wins playoff team and I think they could even get to the Super Bowl I think it's easy to say, like, they got seven wins last year, they've got Rodgers this year, and you kind of like how they drafted, and surely that's worth another three wins on top of Zach Wilson or whatever, but a lot of their wins came against, like, backup quarterbacks and backup of backup quarterbacks, and I makes like, you generally see a bit of defensive regression to the mean year on year, so I'm definitely not buying it necessarily, um, just for instant success, mark them in. People are comparing the situation a lot to when Brady came to the Bucks, and there are a lot of similarities, but the Bucks O-line that year turned out to be so great. We just signed Tristan Wirfs as a rookie, and he was one of the best right tackles in the league. And look at the wide receivers. I know a lot has been said about the Jets, like pass-catching pass option, options sort of thing, but the Bucks had Mike Evans there. They had Chris Godwin, who had two like really well-established experienced quarterback so you know you can rely on for multiple years but Garrett Wilson yeah rookie of the year last year he was class but yeah I don't know behind him there doesn't seem like there's that much sort of thing and, and then are you relying it, fully on Garrett Wilson but then you look at the like a Green Bay offense as we've already said you know it's going to be the same with Nathaniel Hackett outside of Devante Adams when Rodgers was there who else did they, they really have no one really too of, of note and I think Garrett Wilson for me I know it's easy to say at this point, but I just I'm thinking that relationship is there going to be exactly like with with Devontae Adams. Um, uh, Breetall is an is going to be an elite rusher as well when, once he's fully back. Um, 
I just there's no question for me in that offense. Um, I think it's just going to work exactly sort of how it has at Green Bay in the past, um, and with the O line help as well in the draft and in free agency, um, I think it'll do well. Reese, what are you saying on the Jets? This is going to sound pretty stupid considering I was debating taking Aaron Rodgers in my draft last night, but I think the only way I can see it working for Rodgers is either it goes absolutely unbelievable or it is dreadful. I can't see any in between. I can't see an average or decent season. I see... Big or yeah, bust. it's boom or bust. The whole deal um, that they did is boom or bust, isn't it? They, they, the Jets know what they're doing. Like they're, they're, it's all on on that. It's, had to do yeah. it, and I think way, why not? The way, I'm, the way I'm feeling today, though, after talking about the Dolphins and the Bills and going over with them, to like, I think I'm gonna go under, and I think I think they're gonna get nine wins. I'm gonna go under. I, I think it's it's just. I'm going under two. I'm with you there. Ash, you're over, obviously. Let's try and up the tempo a little bit. Only halfway through the AFC now. 35 minutes in. Let's go. Houston Texans are the first team in the AFC South that we'll be talking about. Their win total over and under is five and a half. New head coach, D'Amico Ryans, his first head coach role. Just drafted CJ Stroud, second overall, obviously. Then traded up, paid quite a lot. Future first and more to trade up to number three to get Will Anderson, edge rusher in the draft. 17 points average on offense last year. Uh, one of the worst defenses as well. What? How big of a task has D'Amico Ryan's got in his hands, Ash? Yeah, I think obviously they've made some great moves uh, in Stroud and Anderson. Um, you know, Anderson is probably adding that elite edge rusher, which they've probably been missing since JJ Watt left. Um but for me, I think there's too many question marks. As you said, too many. The, how bad the offense and defense were last year. That the over under is five and a half. So they're going to have to get um, another three wins from last year. For me, I think that might be a little stretch too far. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. Look at their roster, and you you don't see much there. Robert Woods is their WR one. He's he's alright. He'll do a job sort of thing, but. Nothing, you're not expecting too much of those skill position players. Damien Pierce did have a really good rookie year, and you can kind of squint and maybe see Sutton coming together, but I do think he's got a bit too much on his hands this year, D'Amico Ryans, and it will be a five-win or under-season again for the Texans. What about you, Reese? I tend to agree with you there. Five, five wins or under is what I can see. I think you'd be asking a lot for CJ Stroud to come in and just turn it around like that, especially with the question marks we had coming out over his ability to read the plays and read the game uh, just before draft night. So I think it's way too much to ask, but I, I, I don't see them becoming a good team in the next couple of years if D'Amico Ryans is given the time to establish his project there. Nice, very nice. So we're all going under five and a half for the Texans. The mark is six and a half for the AFC South rivals, the Indianapolis Colts. Themselves have just drafted a rookie quarterback high in the draft. Anthony Richardson, obviously, only played 13 games in college. Big Russian dual threat mobility sort of guy. How do we see him, his rookie season going, Reese? 
I think it's going to go really well for him, to be honest. Obviously, the question marks over him when we haven't played the 13 games in college. But I think it might be a bit of a slow start, but I can see the Colts getting a seven-win season, so I'm going to go over. I think the new head coach coming in and Steichen will be good. Um, obviously, we've seen how well the Jags done off the back of getting a new head coach in. So I think I think it'll be interesting to see how this division goes, actually. But I think the Colts might actually turn it around in a big way. And I think Richardson will back up the fact Adam is my favourite quarterback in that class. Yeah, I really like Richardson for his off-the-field stuff as well. Like It seems like he's got a great head on him. He's had a good journey to get to where he needs to be now. They've got a new offensive coordinator in Shane Steichen, who just had success with a mobile quarterback in Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. He's going to have to get really creative with this offense. They've not got much in the way of wide receiver and pass catching options. They've got Jonathan Taylor, obviously coming off a, a down year, suffering injury. If he can get back to his best, if Anthony Richardson can, you know, look like an NFL player at all sort of thing, then they could have a really unique offense that that works sort of thing. I, I really, I don't know about this win total though, six and a half. They've, They've got a lot of questions to answer. What are you saying, Nash? I think um, I, th- I think they'll they'll actually get uh, the over six and a half. I think maybe it'll be close, maybe like seven eight. But I think I think they will improve. I think the Colts, in general, as a franchise, operate pretty well. They've had seven plus wins in a nine out of their past eleven seasons. So clearly, they've got the setup for success in the NFL. Big question marks on that offense. Obviously, they were tied second for least points in the NFL last year, with just averaging seventeen. Only four wins, but I really do like that uh, Richardson pick. Um, I think, as you said, Harry, um, with the Shane Steichen coming in, he was the Eagles' offensive uh, coordinator last year. With that Jaden Hurts development, you could see something similar. For the meantime, they've got Gardner Minshew to you know not put all the pressure on Richardson straight away. Um, so yeah, for me, uh, I think they'll improve again. If Jonathan Taylor stays healthy too, that will be pretty impressive. Um, offense in general i think so yeah i think i think maybe not like potentially like clear and obvious but i think yeah around seven eight wins for me i really i thought i was going to go under on the colts but you've you've kind of persuaded me i've had a look at the roster and i i can just see i like anthony richardson and i think i'm going to go under on everyone else in this division so i'll go from them to to squeak out seven wins why not? Who else have we got in the AFC South? Jaguars are next. Trevor Lawrence had a bit of a his breakout year. Definitely made steps last year. They had an insanely impressive uh, playoff comeback victory over the Chargers. 28 nothing down, I think they were. I think it was the third biggest comeback in playoff history. Are we expecting more success for the Jags in a, in a very winnable division next year, Reese? Yeah, I think... They're looking like the best team in that division. I think they'll, it'll be plain sailing for them to go on and win it. A uh, lot of improvement from uh, T-Law last year. was a bit slow. I can remember complaining about him the loads, asking how anyone had rated him as a generational mm. talent. But towards the stretch, I think he was very good, very impressive. He was. Uh, and when you look at the division, as I say, I, I don't think they'll struggle to get over 9.5, to be honest. They've only won more than nine games once over the past 15 years. It kind of shook me as a stat. And I, I was impressed with what Trevor Lawrence did last year as well. I think he's going to turn into 
really good player in this league, like a lot of people think. But I, he um he had a PFF grade of twenty nine against pressure last year. Like he was so bad, I, I didn't really realize. And the Jags they went big in free agency last year, and they've not really made many improvements this year sort of thing and they weren't picking too high in the draft as well so I don't know I'm not necessarily as high on them as I thought I was going to be but playing in this division Trevor Lawrence going to make another step I am going to go over nine and a half Ash what do you reckon yeah I think I think they'll make some steps um nine and eight last year so on the on the border so I think they probably will uh, look at maybe like a 10 11 win season uh, looking at the rest of the division too not the strongest um I th- you know the balls on Trevor Lawrence I think it is pretty huge you know he there was a time I think it was in that uh, Chargers playoff game I th- didn't he throw like four picks or something in the space like it was really early on he threw loads of picks three or four um and then he managed to come back and win that so I think the balls are on on him and the team in general uh, you know that's pretty impressive um I think they've added in uh, Calvin Ridley will be coming back as well to help out with uh, Zay Jones and, and Christian Kirk. Uh, obviously, Jamal Agnew has uh, has done well at points as well, and then Tank Bigsy, Bigsby uh, with Travis Etienne could help. So yeah, I quite like mm. the Jags. Um, I think they they will improve as well. So I was going over nine and a half. I was about to change my mind and go under, but they're playing the NFC South this year, so I, they should be all right. They, they're going to get the 10 wins. Close off the AFC South with the Tennessee Titans in a, such a weird space as a franchise right now. Before last year, made the playoffs two or three, won the AFC or had the best record in the AFC. Um, but now things seem to be crumbling all around them. Their best players are old and past it. Are they in a rebuild mode, or are they going to try and even win eight wins this year? Their win total is seven and a half. Reese, nah, it's going to be it's got to be under for me. As you say, in a weird place at the minute as a franchise. I think Tannehill's past it. Levis fell too low in the draft for me to be completely confident in him, and I don't think Willis is good enough. So I think they're really going to struggle with a quarterback play. Derek Henry's getting on a bit now as well. I don't think he's got the ability to carry them as much as he did maybe a couple of years ago. And even with how poor the rest of the the division is, I just can't see them doing much. So I'm going under. Yeah, they had such a bad offensive line last year. It was worst PFF wise in pass blocking grade, and they've lost. They the. They lost Taylor Luan, they lost Nate Davis, so it should be getting even worse sort of thing. And People think Derrick Henry will get worse, he's not going to get better obviously, but I still think he'll be a factor. But yeah, you, you've got to go under seven and a half carry, here. He's not good enough to carry them over the line anymore. Yeah. As I say, maybe a couple of years ago before he had picked up a couple of them injuries, but now I think he's he's, he's a bit past that. Even with like the Titans before and getting to the playoffs, and our, they won the um, AFC, didn't they? Was it... Uh, not last year, but the year before that, um, that wasn't sort of best record. Yeah. What nine and seven they had? It wasn't the, the like most convincing. Um, so if, uh, I just yeah, they, they had a Peter Skoronski in the draft, which obviously makes up for a little bit for that loss. But we all, already know that it can take a while for offensive linemen, even first round picks that high can can need some time to struggle and they've got no receivers like they got Traylon Burks but outside of that they've got nothing you know there's too many question marks no many no qu- clear quarterback situation Tannehill's a bit 
Nah, Will Levis, whether he does, uh, Malik Willis, I've heard they could even consider cutting him. Uh, they're not impressed with him at all. Derek Henry, as you said, not past his peak. Yeah, I'm going under all day. Maybe even that should have been my most clear and obvious one thinking about it. Yeah, so probably a season, a good season for the Titans. Look, like, lose your first, like, seven or eight, sell your best players on before the draft like the draft deadline Tannehill Derek Henry etc get some draft capital then play Will Levis for the second half of the year see what he's got see if he can turn into a player and if either way you've probably got a high pick Levis did well in a power run play action scheme in college Mike Vrabel coaches his players harder than any team like I can definitely see him squeezing this seven and a half but I think you'd the right players to go under definitely I think it, right, it'll definitely it. be a squeeze if they don't regard it. It'll be very close. Hey, yeah, you never know. Will Levis could be a bloody baller, mate. Move it on to the AFC West, though, and start with the Denver Broncos, who had a pretty fucking funny year last year, really, just, wasn't just it? Just get all the drops Were... Russell Wilson right now. Just get them all. Come on. <laughs> get them all. It's quite a long one, this one, actually. Let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos. Let's ride. Perfect. One more time. Broncos country, let's ride. 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 Yeah, so that absolutely beautiful human led the Broncos to what, like, three wins last year or something. Um, they were dog shit. End up with his mate Nathaniel Hackett sacked. We discussed it on last week's schedule release episode, Reese. Like, three of their early games were on prime time, and it doesn't help when you've got everyone seeing how bad you are and the whole nation yeah. and the whole world talking about how shit you are. But anyway, the upshot of it is that they brought in Sean Payton. He's got a 152-89 to 89 career record Super Bowl winner with the New Orleans Saints. But is he good enough to turn around Russell Wilson? Is he good enough to get the Denver Broncos to nine wins, considering their win total is eight and a half? I think, I think I'm I'm gonna go just under here. I, I can see them pushing on under Peyton. Obviously, we had a great year at Gags when it came to Russell Wilson and all. Mm. Dreadfully well. Long may it continue. But obviously, we've seen from Russell Wilson that he can do it. They invested a lot in him because they think he can do it. And I think under Sean Payton, I think we'll see them push on. And I think we'll see an eight-win season from the Broncos this season. I actually, I can see Sean Payton, the way that... Um... The way Sean Payton is, he's gonna get annoyed by Russell well, uh, Russell Wilson, <laughs> Russell Wilson, and the way that he is, um, and the like, the entourage that he brings around with him, and just the whole Russell Wilson experience. I can see Sean Payton getting really pissed off by uh, Russell think, Wilson by the end of the year, and he's benched. Or I think we'll actually huh. see. A, I think we'll see a big change in Russell Wilson this year. I think last year humbled him. Humble, mm, yeah, yeah. Well, he did. He did say he, he said that he was going to spend the off season like working on himself and like trying to come back down to earth a bit and realize that maybe it has got to him. He's not Mister Unlimited anymore. Chill out, mate. He's, <laughs> he's not the guy he maybe thought he was. So I think I think we will see a humbled version of him next. Yeah. Year. That's a good point, Reese. That's that's another great one there for me. <laughs> I think. 
Uh, should we go in under under eight and a half oh, for the Broncos? Hundred percent. There's no way. Uh, mm. They're not making up that many more more wins. Not a fucking chance. Russell Wilson, like, just not good enough anymore. And yeah, I think there probably will be improvement under Sean Payton. But but you look at look at what happened last year. It was his lowest touchdown pass in his career. Tied second most interceptions he's had in his career. Least wins he's had in his career with four. I think. You know, the offense was terrible. Lowest points per game on the offense. With Hackett, too, which obviously not going to work out as a head coach, but he's he's like, should be a really good offensive coordinator. Like, that should not be that bad. And for them to end up getting, what, another, like, five wins it would be? Like, no way. There's no way Sean Payne is making that much of an impact for me. And you look at their roster, too. I don't... Yeah, like, the Jerry Judy, I think he's good, but he's not been... You know, yeah, you're Justin Jefferson. Everyone likes the level. Broncos wide receiver room is so good, but like, I need to see it. it. Like you say, Patrick, and, yeah, Cortland Sutton. It's all just, it's just all potential. Like KJ Hamler could yeah. be great. Jerry Judy Marcus could be Callaway great. Showing flashes and maybe at the Saints as well. Maybe okay, but what? I don't know. Marvin Mims could be a di- good addition, but I've just there's not. It doesn't scream like a, a nine-win season for me. Not at all. Not it's not after last year. Not even convinced Jerry Judy will still be a Bronco by the time the Yeah, that's true as well. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That. Yeah, that's a good point from you, Reese, isn't it? Again. That's, that's another great one there from me, I think. <laughs> that's free today. Look at me. Reese is smashing it. <laughs> right. Uh, let's, let's move on quickly. Kansas City Chiefs is the next team. Their win total, joint highest, 11.5. They've had 12 or more wins in four of their five seasons. With Patrick Mahomes, Reese, you just expecting to see another one? Yeah, I don't need to do much talking here. Over eleven and a half. Yeah, you love Mahomes, don't you? Yeah. I am. Um, I'm excited to watch Rashi Rice in this offense. He um, was really productive. Rashi Rice, really productive uh, in his last year of college. He's gonna be their biggest receiver, I think, and maybe their strongest receiver. Could turn out to be a volume guy. They've not got much in that um, that wide receiver room. So if he if he builds a bit of chemistry with Mahomes, he could be in for a, a great year. We'll look out for him in your fantasy rookie drafts. What question marks do they have, though? Like, how could this go wrong for Kansas? They lost both of their starting offensive tackles. And obviously we saw in the Super Bowl against the Bucks a few years ago, that's where it all went wrong for them. We all... Love that day, didn't we? They've lost Frank Clark as well, so they're going to have maybe issues with their pass rush. They need George Kalaftis to step up in the pass rush, who um, who did towards the back end of last year, got his first few sacks. And they signed that rookie, Anudike Uzumoa, or however you say that. So um, there, I'd say, would be their biggest question marks, but like... You, uh, Pencil them in, or pen them in for 12 wins. They made big moves to replace Orlando Brown, so I don't think the the impact at tackle will be as big as you would think. So I don't see much going wrong for the Chiefs. They've got the mentality, they've got Andy Reid, they've got Mahomes. Over, over 11.5 just seems like a freaking certainty for the Chiefs these days, doesn't it? You were, yeah, you, when you got Mahomes, you don't even need a roster like that's good. That, that's good. Yeah, but they do, uh, and and Kelsey as well. Of course, them too. Just 
unbelievable. Yeah, I, I like Kazai Pacheco as well. I think he had a good year, and I think um he'll he'll continue to improve. Again, I, I said this lot sort of last season. There was a sort of a lot of changes uh, at wide receiver, losing Tory Kill, and I thought maybe that'd make an impact. And I was just made to look like an absolute idiot. Um, but you look at the wide receiver room. It's a, it's a little. It's it's not fantastic. But I think there is Tony. He'll do well and show his potential. Um, and as you've always got that deep threat with uh, MVS too. Um, defense. I'm gonna disagree. I think obviously you have lost Frank Clark. That's always gonna be big. But I like their defense, especially on, on the pass rush. As you said, George Karlaftis is a is a very good player. Um, obviously Chris Jones um, always gonna be very good too. And I, I like Charles Amenehu. When he filled in at the 49ers last season, he, he always did a good job. Um, and then, as you said as well, drafting uh, Felix Anudaki Azoma, um, I like it. I think they've got an excellent defense overall. Trent McDuffie is going to be able to come in for his second year as well. bit more experience under his belt. Yeah, you, you would have thought the Chiefs will smash it again. The um, They've lost their just defensive coordinator, though, haven't they? So that could be a factor as well. And, um, you know, it's a bit early to be saying Kalaftis is a great player. And I think there are definitely question marks over that pass rush. But let's move it on to the Las Vegas Raiders. They got rid of Derek Carr, dumped Derek Carr, picked up Jimmy G, Josh McDaniel's friend. Have they upgraded at quarterback, Reese? I don't think they've upgraded. I think they've downgraded. Yeah. I don't. I, no, I don't think they've upgraded, but I, I don't. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was I agreeing. Think it's too early to say that they've downgraded. I think Jimmy G and Derek Carr is a bit like for like, to be honest. But um, yeah, I think I think they could be boring to watch. I don't think they're gonna be much. There's gonna be much of an much of an improvement, and I I think I think the head coach's days might be numbered, to be honest. He's sure, gone. They're sure. going a little Patriots light way, and it's. I don't think it's going to work. And yeah, I can see. I can. I agree. I can see him being sacked. I'm going four wins. Year. Four wins. So under four there wins. for me. Yeah, I, I can't. You know what? I completely agree. Four wins. Yeah, I can't see him doing well at all. Um, you know, in with Derek, Derek Carr there. I mean, it's the first time they've had a new QB since 2013. I think they definitely needed a change. Three out of the nine seasons, they had eight plus wins, six and nine last year. They were just not making big enough steps, especially when you had brought in the likes of Devontae Adams. But Jimmy G, uh, what? It's a downgrade. He only looked like a half decent QB in that Shanahan offense without him there. What's he going to be now? It's just, I don't think his, his arm is big enough or like strong enough to help with Devontae Adams' ability as well. Um, you just absolutely can't rely on him to stay healthy as well. Like, just in no way do you expect him to start 17 games at all. I think that was a weird decision and people just signing players that they like and trust sort of thing. And I don't think that's the way that you build a team. I the defence was always terrible when Derek Carr was there. Like, I think um, when we did the Derek Carr episode, I, I looked it up and he, over the last however long that Derek Carr had been at the Raiders, they had the worst defence in the NFL over that time period, and I don't know, I don't think it's going to be much better this year, to be honest. They've got uh, Max Crosby, but outside of that, I, I don't see much 
to be honest. Lost Darren Chandler Waller Jones well. is starting to lose it as a bit. Lost Darren Waller, that's a big miss. Get Austin Hooper, I don't, I don't care about that. Tyree Wilson's going to be a boom or bust pick sort of thing. I could, no, I could see him getting four wins or less for mm. sure. No way they're getting an eight. No way. All agreeing on the Raiders. What about the LA Chargers? Their win total is nine and a half. Kellen Moore is a new offensive coordinator. He's come over from the Cowboys. That's a great pickup from them, in my opinion. They should be a really entertaining team, having just picked up Quinton Johnston, another weapon for the Chargers to uh, for Herbert to throw to as well. But they also had three of their five projected starters in the secondary have lower PFF grades than 60 last year. So it should be a high-scoring team with um, points either way sort of thing and probably the team I'm most looking forward to last year. They were sort of the darlings of the off-season last year, weren't they? They picked up um, all the big free agency acquisitions and then... How do you see it going this time around, though? I just think there was too much sort of like hype about the charges last year, and that sort of um, played out. You know, I think they really did need to. I think Quentin Johnston is a great addition. You know, Keenan Allen is not young. He only started ten games last year. Mike Williams again, even when he came in with that Mike Williams, uh, uh, with that Keenan Allen injury, he still didn't do have a great year. Less than a thousand receiving yards. Again, obviously, Austin Eckler is, is is a great running back in the passing game, but they had the third lowest rush yards in the NFL. I think maybe it's a little little too one-dimensional, um, but obviously, as I said, adding in uh, Johnston will be massive. But I, I just still never have that much confidence in the charges, to be honest. That's fair enough. They always find a way to mess it up. Don't they find weird ways to lose, Reese? How are you seeing the Chargers' season going? I think, I think Her- when you got Herbert, I think it's it's hard to write a team off. Herbert's obviously very good. I'd probably have him up in my top five quarterbacks, but I think they struggled to protect him a lot last season. He he would seem to be injured quite a lot, playing with broken ribs and stuff, which obviously didn't help them. The fact that they like to go for it so much on fourth down also is something that I like from an entertainment point of view, but I don't think it's very smart from a tactical point of view. So The analytics I, says this uh, thing to do, but oh, I mean, it depends on each different scenario. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Staley kind of did it a bit to excess and it just wasn't working, but he just kept sticking at it sort I of think, thing. I Maybe your team's just not good. We, I think the fact everyone jumped on the and hyped up the fact that he was doing it so much kind of prompted him to keep doing it even though Mm. it wasn't working so we'll see but I think if he doesn't learn from that I think it could come back to bite them I don't think they've made enough improvements to protect Herbert enough and as we say they've not got much talent when you look at last season in the receiving core and Ekeler's getting on a bit now I think I think I don't think they're going to struggle, but I think they'll get nine wins, so I'm going under. I'm going uh, over for them. I have absolute faith in Herbert and this offence. As I say, the secondary's the biggest weakness. is going to be high-scoring games. It's going to be whether they can find ways to win those sort of games. And, yeah, I can absolutely see an eventuality where they're losing these close games, where the secondary's letting them down, where they're finding different ways to lose. And Brandon Staley, I think, will be under pressure quite early. There was a lot of pressure on him last year, and I think he was maybe not too far away from losing his job with 
the amount of free agency money and the amount of preseason hype that they had sort of thing. So, yeah, I can see it. I can see it cratering, but I can also see them making a deep playoff run. So I'm, I'm going to go with it over. Yeah, I'm going to go over, um, even though I, I, I sort of agree with you, Harry, there. Um, there is definitely question marks, some holes, but you look at the division as well. We, we just said about the Raiders being, they're going to stink. Broncos, I'm not convinced, so I think they will just about do it. Beautiful stuff, lads. That will wrap us up there. 16 teams covered the whole of the AFC done. Join us again for our next episode, probably next week, maybe in the next few days. We'll cover, we'll do the exact same thing again for the NFC conference. Uh, for the NFC conference. We hope you've enjoyed it. Give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment, give us feedback, all that stuff that people ask for. And goodbye from me, goodbye from these two. Bye.